Hello everyone, welcome. I'm Tanya Gaw and this is the Action for Canada weekly update for January 24th, 2024. I've got a lot to cover as I do every week. I can see why we've got our good friends in um, independent media reporting daily. Uh, there's just so much going on. I'm going to get straight to it. We have an amazing guest coming on the Empower Hour tonight, um, Alex Newman, and we're going to be talking about uh, multiple different things, Davos, and uh, some updates on what's going on with the U.S. border and, of course, getting right down to his new book. So if you're watching this after the fact, when we've posted it on Rumble, please be sure to go to the description and click on the Empower Hour link. All right. Um, so here we go with our map. I always love starting off with the map because for those of you who are new, this is just a snapshot of what Action for Canada looks like nationwide. And uh, we are working so hard. All of our volunteers across the country are just sacrificially giving of their time to fight for the future for your children and for you. We need all hands on deck, though. So if you are not already involved in some way, Please come to Action for Canada and join us. Under Join, you can see A per C chapters. It will bring you to this page. Scroll down and uh, pick a province and see if there's a chapter there. If not, please consider registering as a volunteer and being a leader. And um, even if you want to be a volunteer within the chapters, please register as well. Like I say, we need all hands on deck. All right, I've been just announcing to bring attention to Action for Canada's Rumble page. We have so many incredible guests on, as well as the weekly updates and the parent webinars, the Empower Hour, and so much more. And so would you please subscribe to Action for Canada's Rumble page so that you are easily able to access all of this amazing information and then please share it give us a thumbs up and please share the work that we're doing also again under join you can go down to empower hour it will bring you to this page because uh, we always give an update of who our guest is coming on this week but we also have this this in podbean form so that while you're mobile maybe going for a run or something you can have your earbuds in and listening to an empower hour and then if you scroll down all of our previous empower hours are here for you to enjoy again please share the work that we're doing all right, if you appreciate the work of Action for Canada, I don't normally do this, but I'm starting off uh, this week's weekly update to ask you to please donate. Please become a monthly donor, a one-time donation. We'd really appreciate it. As you can see, we're a really large organization and uh, we've got a lot of stuff going on in the background. So we're doing battles that we can't always talk about on the front line, but these are legal battles, these... Um, our campaigns and initiatives uh, that are pushing back in uh, provinces on behalf of Canadians and our kids uh, against the, uh, how shall I say, the mass immigration, the financial disaster that that is causing, but also the threat of the Palestinians. Uh, now that Trudeau has opened the door to Palestinians coming, and you can already see what they're doing on our show. So we really need you to help support all of the work that we're doing. All right, please also follow me on Twitter. Um, I was once blocked uh, some time ago, years ago, and with Elon Musk back, I thought mm, those numbers will go up, but I really, it's one of the only social media platforms that we're able to share on, so please help me increase my numbers there. All right, um, as I've mentioned back in October, 
Finally, we are going to have our day in the appeals court in the Vancouver Court of Appeals with our case. Rocco, of course, is representing us on February 14th at 10 a.m. If you're in the Vancouver, Surrey, Lower Mainland area, please consider coming and join us. Uh, Rocco has been, despite, boy, there's some critical people out there about Rocco, but has that man sacrificially been fighting for Canadians? And I want to tell you, he doesn't compromise. He doesn't take a deal. There are some big law firms that have brought in millions of dollars from Canadians. They've lost a lot of their cases and, you know, however they do their cases, that's up to them. But the thing is, is that they've taken deals. So it makes like they, makes it look like they've had wins and we're not willing to take a deal. We're not doing a case based on an exemption because we don't believe there's anything to be exempt from. And so please, uh, support Action for Canada, support Rocco, uh, it has just been absolutely, I'm even considering that I may do a special on the attacks that have come from people that call themselves within the movement, but have uh, connections to the WEF. Uh, one particular individual is trying to backtrack on that now, but we discovered that with one of our um, people last year had advised us, and I think this needs to be made public because Rocco deserves our respect and our support. Okay, carrying on, uh, as you all know, man, that was big news this week. Wasn't that just absolutely amazing? Federal court declares Trudeau's use of Emergencies Act unconstitutional during the um, convoy. And of course, this uh, Justice Richard Mosley just, I think, blew so many people away by saying that it was definitely a violation of the uh, Charter of Rights. It was an overreach and that the government had no way of uh, no right to be using this as a tool in order to implement it. He has named Charter Section 2B and 8. And um, I'm just going to actually bring the charter up for those of you who haven't been well versed in this. And another part of it, um, just going referring to my notes a little bit here for a minute, if I can find them. Sorry, you're probably hearing my papers scratching. Okay, so he said that uh, neither of the sections had infringed up, uh, under section one, sorry, infringement was. Neither infringement, Section 2B and 8, was justified under Section 1 of the Charter. And if we go back to Section 1, it says the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms guarantees the rights and freedoms set out in subject only to such reasonable limits prescribed by laws can be demonstrably justified in a free and democratic society. Now, this goes way back to 2020, even in the beginning of COVID. This is in every one of our notices of liability. They never demonstrably proved, nor could they, that we were having some medical emergency. If Trudeau had invoked the emergency measure back then, he, he would have just lost. He would have lost power. He would have had to be in the legislature proving this. And of course, he couldn't. He is a liar and a thief and complicit to the mass genocide of so many Canadians. And uh, slowly we see, hopefully, that justice is coming. Of course, 2B is the freedom of thought, belief, opinion, and expression. And if we move down to Section 8, it is everyone has the right to be secure against unreasonable search or seizure. And of course, the beauty of Section 7 is we have the right to life, liberty, and security of the person. So this house of COVID continues to fall. Trudeau and his little minions um, are going to be paying a price. Justice is coming. Anyways, I just wanted to bring up uh, Chief Justice um, 
Justice Mosley, I, I just want to give him a huge shout out. And I just appreciate him so much. I, I wish we had an email so that we could flood him with love letters. <laughs> because that's uh, in Canada, you know, you hear about some good judges down in the States, but you don't hear too many times where we have a judge that's actually committed to his oath to the bench and to serve Canadians and uphold the Constitution and the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. So big shout out to you, uh, Justice Mosley. Okay, um, I'm not sure. I do want to move. I'm a little bit worried about time if I'm going to get through everything. So I think I'm going to skip this three and a half minute video. It's really good. And it goes against all of the uh, proof and evidence that w that's just being revealed with the liberals. I really w wish I had time to uh, play this one. And in the end, you know, Trudeau in his, his style is just right there blatantly lying to Canadians that it was the RCMP who were the ones that were, were the ones that um, appealed to him to implement the Emergencies Act, which was an outright lie. They have the testimony of Commissioner Lucky, who was uh, RCMP commissioner at the time. Anyways, we'll get that video out and uh, even just look it up. It's by Devil's Advocate is the one that uh, has posted it. It might even be True North that created it. I'm not sure. All right, but what we will do is we gotta we gotta listen. I'm sorry, we gotta listen to the little bobblehead here, Christia Freeland. Oh my goodness, she's a little more so somber than she normally is. Trenzio, can you play this one, please? So we are aware of the court decision. We have discussed it with the prime minister, with cabinet colleagues, with senior federal government officials and experts. We respect very much Canada's independent judiciary. However, we do not agree with this decision and respectfully, we will be appealing it. Sorry, I can, I can never watch that without laughing. I mean, respectfully, you know, we're going to appeal it. And we respect, they just respect democracy. You've seen that in action from, from Christina, Christia Freeland in the past four years. Um, you know, like, I, I, I'm not going to say anything further because it wouldn't be positive. And uh, here's Jagmeet Singh, gotta love it, you know, that they were, the NDP was only reluctantly supported imposing the Emergencies Act. And then if we were to scroll down, I, I don't know where it is, it's going to be on my Twitter post, but somebody had uh, saved the letter that he had sent to Justin Trudeau, appealing him to implement, appealing to him to implement the emergencies measure way back when it took place. I mean, again, liar extraordinaire. I mean, I don't know if they all they did didn't they all go to the young yeah what is it the young wef club the soros group i i think that's where they must have had a course probably a whole season's worth of teaching them how to lie with a straight face i don't know but it's not convincing all right the gig is up these guys are going down and please remember all of these mugs going into the next election please all right we don't want any more repeats okay so of course Trudeau appointed judges to decide on next step for war, war measures, Emergencies Act appeal. Another waste of hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars uh, for the guilty parties. So we're just going to pray that the Lord would, would intervene and that justice would prevail. There's so much evidence against these individuals that they are traitors, that they have committed crimes against humanity. And, and this ship, is, it's a sinking ship.
All right. So, um, okay. Another news uh, report just before I was coming on. Odessa has uh, posted, she's only speaking, it's not an actual video, about uh, BC unvaccinated healthcare workers who are starting to get phone calls or texts offering them shifts again. So I've been in the background as well, texting some of the nurses I know. And uh, one said it's the first they've heard of it. I haven't heard anything from anyone up here. I do know some unions are notifying their terminated members and telling them the union is dropping their grievances because the union doesn't feel they will win. We are encouraging everyone to appeal, of course, and be very cautious if they're calling you to go back to work, that you make sure that you have agreements, that it's not going to affect any grievances that you have. Just use caution moving forward. And uh, Odessa said that as she gets information, she will update. All right, WHO, you know, I know um, when Alex comes on as well, he and I have uh, exchanged correspondence regarding all of this freaking out about the WHO and this uh, health agreement that, you know, that they've been pushing. And to me, I've always gone, I don't care what agreement they sign. If it is in violation of our constitution and the Charter of Rights and Freedoms and our coronation oath, this is an unelected body. And they have no right to interfere with our dem- democracy. But but here is Tedros. He's he's a communist through and through. He's a dictator up at the WHO, one of the globalist elite, uh, you know, who have this nefarious plan right from the get go. And he said that momentum had been slowed down by entrenched entrenched positions and a torrent of fake news lies and <laughs> sorry and conspiracy theories. He warned that if any, if nobody was prepared to seize, seize the initiative or give ground to the whole project, risk going nowhere. Tedros told the WHO's executive board in Geneva on Monday, time is very short and there are several outstanding issues that remain to be resolved. Failure to strike an agreement would be a missed opportunity for which future generations may not forgive us. <laughs> Future generations won't forgive us if you do. So Tedros said claims that the accord would cede sovereignty to the WHO or give it the power to impose lockdowns and vaccine mandates were completely false. Remember, these people have been in in this course to lie and and to deceive. They've deceived us for four years. So, I mean, I don't even know if he said this with a straight face, but you can't believe him. Okay, we cannot allow this historic agreement this milestone in global health to be sabotaged. Ashley Bloomfield, the chief executive of New Zealand's health ministry during the pandemic, is co-chairing the IHR negotiations. Like Tedros, he criticized a coordinated and sophisticated campaign of misinformation and disinformation attempting to undermine the process. So that's really good news. Global pandemic agreement at risk of falling apart. So should it. (laughs) So should it. Okay, we've learned our lesson. And, uh, you know, this, this, like I say, is a sink ship. There's wonderful things going on across the country. I mentioned that they are an unelected body, that we have the Constitution Act. This is solid. It trumps anything that uh, the WHO can manifest and try to implement. It says clearly here, the Constitution of Canada is the supreme law of Canada, and any law that is inconsistent with the provisions of the Constitution is to the extent of the inconsistency of no force or effect. So even if Trader Trudeau, you know, signs on to this agreement, we are going to battle based on Section 52.1. All right, this is a warning. Uh, we were really battling this last year in Canada. 
Uh, Canada is leading the way on euthanasia. I mean, we, we're even outdoing the Netherlands at this point. And now, of course, the uh, made for children, the continued threat with mental illness is uh, a very looming reality. And uh, there are reports that assisted death is already being offered to Canadians who are suicidal. And made advocates are already speaking openly about extending physician assisted death to children as young as 12. Well, you can see that our kids in the school system, because of them indoctrinating them and uh, putting all of this fear in them regarding climate change catastrophe, the uh, DEI agenda, uh, uh, what do you call it, critical race theory, and of course the LGBTQ trans agenda that is depressing and filling our children with anxiety. So now they're going to be depressed and now there's going to be this lineup of kids and parents will not have a say. So you know what? I almost say lock your children in your home, build a big fence around your yard and get out here and help us fight this fight. I mean, we've we've managed to successfully get Soji 123 shut down in Saskatchewan. There's still a battle going that uh, we are also assisting in, in the fight. Uh, but we need all of you, all hands on deck. Okay, uh, just another thing. Uh, again, the U.S. border, the southern border is of great interest to Canada. I don't know if you've been paying attention to what's going on there, but half a million people crossing the border, a million. I mean, it is just you think Canada is being flooded with immigrants as part of the Agenda 21, Agenda 30. It's just to tear down our borders and have all of these immigrants come in and destroy our sovereignty, which is increasing our crime. Uh, it is plummeting Canada the, and the U.S. into poverty. It is unsustainable. Don't you just hate that word, the 17 Sustainable Development Goals? It's a joke. Anyways, so Governor Abbott in Texas has passed legislation. They put up uh, wire fencing, razor wire. And uh, anyways, the uh, Biden administration came in and the court has uh, just ruled five to four, giving federal border agents the green light to remove razor wire installed by Texas. But hold on. What does the Texas government says say? Amidst the towering shadows of challenge, Texas stands undeterred, utilizing every strategy and resource to protect its sovereignty, combat criminal activity, and discourage illegal immigration. A visual testament of this unwavering commitment unfolds at Shelby Park, where Texas National Guard personnel boldly set up more razor wire, sending a clear message that the state will not yield to federal pressure. Do you know that when Europe several years ago was being flooded with millions of uh, Muslim young warrior men that it was, uh, not Poland, Hungary put up razor wire around and just refused to allow any of them into their country. And do you know that Hungary is one of the only nations, I think, well, Alex will be able to confirm this, that is not struggling with the mass immigration and their children and women being raped and murdered or beheaded, like what's going on in the UK and Europe. So right on Texas, we stand behind you. What happens at the southern border of the US affects our southern border as well. Okay, and you know what, uh, Terenzu, I'm going to do these ones next week. I just love what's going on. Just as a highlight, I hope you're paying attention to all this, that the Tesla charging stations lined with dead cars and freezing cold, a bunch of dead robots out there. 
Anyway, sweet justice, you know, all of this propaganda, uh, you know, to take us away from our, our, our natural resources, oil and gas is falling apart at the seams. And, uh, you know, these are just the images. Anyways, it's this guy. I hope to fit him in next week because he's just awesome. Okay, globalist panic as homeschooling explodes across the U.S., I might have reported on this before. It's happening in Canada as well. I just wanted this to segue well into the Empower Hour tonight. Our guest is Alex Newman, and uh, this is the gentleman here. We're going to be talking, as I said, about COP28, mass immigration, Davos, and then get straight into his book about indoctrinating our children to death. Government schools war on faith, family, and freedom. Boy, that's right at the core of Action for Canada and how to stop it. All right, in closing, I'm going to read Philippians 4, 6 to 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So I encourage you that if you don't know Jesus, this is a spiritual battle. If you need peace in your life, uh, you know what? Reach out, reach out to Action for Canada, to our pastors at Action for Canada. We'll have it in uh, for prayer. And also, if uh, if you're having a nudge and you have some questions about receiving Jesus into your heart and having that peace in your life, then like I say, we'll have a link in the description for you to reach out to us and one of our team will be in touch with you. Druthers is Canada's largest, most loved, independent, people-powered newspaper. Now with over 8.5 million copies printed and distributed coast-to-coast by concerned Canadians like you. Please, donate, subscribe, volunteer, get involved. Together we can save this country. If you stand for freedom, go to www.druthers.net. Today's episode was sponsored by Galatians 5-1 Freedom Coffee. Galatians 5-1 is the first freedom-fighting coffee company focused on bringing unity back into community by bridging the divide with Gourmet Coffee. It goes beyond fueling the fight for freedom. Action for Canada receives 10% of all coffee sales made. Galatians 5-1 offer a wide selection of coffee products. Go to Galatians 5-1 Freedom.Coffee to choose your own personal coffee experience made just for you.
says he will turn 